Guten Morgen, uh, zoo listeners. This is not a morning zoo. This is probably like the opposite of a morning zoo. Do they still do those on the radio, morning zoos? Hey, how you doing? Welcome to Drive Time. We got regular radio. Yeah. All right. That's as fast as I can go. It is November 28th, 2018. It is 5.34 in the morning. This is Quimby. I'm Alex. It's still dark outside. Uh, Yesterday, when I was opening the yogurt container, we get these big quart size. Are they quarts? I don't know. They're the big... Whenever you go to the grocery store, just so you can imagine this in your head... Uh, we get the yogurt and it, we get the big one. So imagine what the big one looks like. Um, so I was opening the big one last night for the kids because they love, uh, applesauce and yogurt. And, uh, the fucking lid was the edge of it. When you go to lift it up, like fucking like a thick razor sharp knife. So my middle finger and my ring finger on my right hand, I literally sliced the top on both of those as my finger slid around. It like slipped around and just sliced, like perfectly razor sharp sliced the tops of my fucking fingers. And it's like a paper cut times 10. Uh, some scrapes and cuts like aren't painful, but there's something about paper cuts that are like just sharp annoying pain and the fucking things would not stop bleeding uh like when you dab it to get the blood that's gushing out you you get like a second or two to see what the wound looks like and this was um sorry i'm gonna clear my throat and this was uh like a thick deep slice like a big flap of skin and i was kind of afraid that the the skin wouldn't connect like maybe I needed stitches or something I don't know but luckily I don't think I do although it's only been about 10 hours maybe less than that and I am still wearing these homemade uh, paper towel wrapped around my finger with tape situations on both fingers um to capture the blood in case they rip open again, which they did a couple times last night. I'm glad I had these on. There would have been blood all over the bed. And which is weird when you, you cut yourself and you you go to sleep and you don't wrap it up and the cut is, you know, it's precarious. Uh because you're rolling around and you're sleeping and you don't feel a goddamn thing. And you're not gonna know if you rip this thing open or not, but all of a sudden that's like there's a wet spot in the bed and First thing you think of is like, oh shit, it's a fucking horse head. Um, all right, good morning, everybody. So, this is going to be a, a medical show, this episode. So, if you're a little squeamish, 
um, and you're having breakfast or yeah, why would I assume that when you're listening to this, you're doing, you're exactly in the same situation I'm in that it's early morning, you're having coffee, um, and you're starting your day. You could be listening to this at night. You could be listening to this in the middle of the day. You could be listening to this in your car or with headphones on a walk. Uh, what a great thing that is. My God, like when I was a kid, there was, you had your Walkman and you had your tape, right? Or you had the radio. Those were the only things you could, you know, consume. The only media you could have. And it was, you know, other than the, the tape cassette, you had no control over what you were listening to. And you could really only listen to one thing at a time, right? So let's say you go on a family car trip and you bring your Walkman, like you can only listen to the tapes you brought. And if you're not near a big city, you're fucked because there's no radio. You're like scrambling to find something. And nine times out of ten, it's either like religious or, or country. And, uh, and if you ain't into that, then you're fucked. And that's the way it was, and we liked it. Um, Goddamn. Like, and now, just the fact that, like, what a dream it would have been as a kid to have this, like, device in your in your lap on a car trip, like an iPad or a phone or whatever, and you're just watching movies, and there's 50 million fucking things to listen to, any kind of radio you wanted, any kind of music you wanted, not radio, but music that you loaded onto this thing, you could listen to, and you pop on some shows or some movies, and you watch them on the drive, like... That would be, like, what a dream. My God. I remember the first air uh, airplane trip I took where I sat on a, on a seat that had a TV in front of me. And I was like, oh, fuck. I, I could do this all day. I could, I could fly anywhere. Just knowing that I, have, I can watch movies while I'm in the airplane. Oh, my God. Like, fuck. I'll sit on any flight anywhere. I don't give a shit. This is... This is amazing. Like, I would choose to do this. It's not because I have to to get to point B. But, like, I would sit and choose to do this, to sit and watch movies. That's one of the things I love about flying is that you're, you're just there on the airplane. And you can't be reached. And it's fine. And you can't, I guess now you can access your email and they have Wi-Fi and stuff. But you could still choose not to do that. Um, although, what the fuck is up with the Wi-Fi prices on the fucking airplanes? Oh my god. $30 or whatever? I mean, $50 some places? Just to fucking have internet access and shitty internet access? Delta, Southwest, American. I'm looking at you, you fucks. Why the fuck don't you have that shit free on there? God damn it. What the fuck? It doesn't... I imagine it can't cost you that much more. And like, like what the fuck is that? That shit should be free, you motherfuckers. And I see those minivans now that have the TV screens that kind of flap down from the top so the kids can watch shows in the back. It's funny, I'm down with TVs and airplanes, but I'm, I don't think I'm down with the TVs and the cars. Like, that's just weird. I mean, I guess it's it's handy if you're going on a long trip, but I just see people driving in and out of town and like, 
course, I don't know where they're going. I'm assuming they, they live in town and they're just driving from place to place with the fucking TV on the whole time. Like, that's that just sucks. Use your iPad if you're going to go on a long trip. But, like, to have the... Like, wh- how could you sit and listen to fucking, like, Spongebob all fucking day with the kids in the back seat as an adult driving them like what the fuck that's gotta suck so I got a vasectomy a few weeks ago and uh, and I think I'd like to talk about that for a second just because there's any male of a certain age, or maybe you're not of a certain age, maybe you just want to, maybe you know for a fact you don't ever want to have children. Um, There was not a lot of information. I mean, you know what? That's not true. I just didn't look for it Um, hard enough. Because when I did look for it, there were plenty of like YouTube clips and video clips of vloggers uh, documenting their process. Like, and I think I saw that just their junk laying on the table, which, I mean, I guess you want to see it. I don't know. And then I think I did see some actual like medical procedures, you know, from a medical standpoint, not from a vlogger standpoint, but from like a, like a serious medical professional getting the, getting the job done down there. Um, and so maybe I just was afraid to look at it or maybe I just didn't care. Maybe I just realized that, you know, these things are so common that uh, that's probably not a big deal. And then when I found out that the procedure, whole procedure takes about a half an hour, 45 minutes maybe. So it's like, and it's a local anesthetic. You're not even out. Like it's not even a big deal. Like you could probably get this done on the street corner. Seriously. Um, there's probably some dude operating out of the back of his van. <laughs> uh, that would be funny. Um, so yeah, I had a vasectomy a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, and uh, I'll just like to share my experience because I feel like it might, maybe it might be helpful for someone who's who's about to get one or thinking about getting one or uh, or is just curious. Um, and female listeners, uh, if you're into male testicles, you're gonna love this episode. Um, or at really anyone who's into male testicles. Um, you are, you're really going to get a, a, a lot of, I'm going to provide a lot of value for you in this episode. Um, so yeah, so I'll just say what happened to me. Um, I went, uh, you, you make an appointment and that was a whole can of worms in itself because like the waiting list for this was, was long. So I remember calling in the summer and getting an opening, um, sometime in, uh, in November. Like it took, it took for for me, and I guess my insurance plan, it took a long time to get this this thing on the books. Um, but but I did. And they said to me when I made the appointment, I always said, well, that's kind of far out. And they said, well, you know, you can always call. There's people who back out. <laughs> and I can imagine these scared, scared men uh, at the last minute. They get a reminder on their phone. Oh, shit, vasectomy, 10 a.m. Fuck, uh, shit, I'm not doing that. No, 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 let's stop. Um, I could see that happening. Um so, uh, so make an appointment and I, I called a couple of times and I got an earlier appointment. So that was good. And, uh, you show up to this thing, you show up and I went on a Saturday, which was great. And, uh, 
and I guess uh, the urologist who couldn't have been nicer. Um, God damn it, I forgot his name. He was great. Um, just goes on Saturdays and does them, you know, as many as he can before before he, before he's just tapped out. I cannot. I can't cut any more vast efferents. I'm done. I just can't do any more today. Um, I'm gonna have some coffee real quick. Um, so you go in and, and the nurse, um, uh, uh, the nurse or the assistant or the nurse who assists, um, sets you down on the table and you have to shave down there. And, uh, and I didn't know if it was just shave around the balls or just shave the entire thing. So I just, I, I just scorched earth the whole thing. So it's shaved everything down there, all around there. Um, uh, which I thought was going to be a, a bigger pain in the ass, you know, a couple weeks down the road in terms of like itching and grow, you know, grow back and all that stuff. But it's really not that bad. I kind of like it. Um, so uh, you have to shave down there and you go there and there's like a little, you know, it's like a typical kind of uh, clinic room with, you know, with the operating light. That was in the room. So, you know, they have that big light that they can pull down, like that dentist light, but this is bigger. Um, and they lie you back and they they clean the area. Well, they, well you first you take your pants off um, and you put on a... Yeah, I think you just take your pants off from the waist down. I think that's what I did. Or maybe I took... I had to disrobe entirely. I'm not sure. I don't remember that part. Um, but the point is, I'm on the thing and my junk's hanging out. Um, I'm on the, the table or the the cushiony bench and uh, and they clean the area uh, with very 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 cold soap or some kind of disinfectant but it's fucking cold I remember that like oh my god this is like that was really cold so they just they clean the area down there and then they uh, they prep it with the the blue cloths that they put around the area that they're gonna work on so I had blue cloths like surrounding it's like one of those things they put on candles like a doily around a candle or something like that uh that's what it, that's what's going on so i've got this like these blue doily candle things with an open center and my junk's just hanging out there my cold frosty junk bare shaven junk uh is just sitting there and um the doctor comes in and and the doctor i had couldn't have been nicer i, I forgot his name i wish i would have remembered it be great to give him a plug if you need a vasectomy. He was fantastic. Um, maybe I'll, I'll put his name in the show notes. Um, or maybe he doesn't want his name associated with this. So I don't know. Um, they sit you down. You got this candle doily thing around your your, your goods, and uh, and the doctor comes in. And the first thing they do is they they numb they they numb the area with this disturbingly big needle. Um, like futuristic scientific looking needle that was really long and and honestly from this point I don't know what else happened I don't know what else goes on in the procedure because I look was looking away from that area I did not want to see what was happening um uh, and so I can honestly say the the only slight pain that I experienced was when they gave me the two shots uh one under each kind of testicle area but a little further down is that the taint i'm not familiar with the terminology so they give you two shots one under each side of the of the scrotum underneath it 
And uh, that was really the only pain that I experienced, like the only like, that's not true. I'll tell you more pain I experienced in just a second. So they gave you two shots and then they wait a few minutes like, uh, and, um, and I think uh, they maybe test to see that everything's kind of, you know, painless, but, uh, or pain free. But he started the procedure and I heard a snip and I felt uh, a really like a sharp pain. Like, oh, whoa, 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 am I supposed to feel that? And he's like, oh, nope, you shouldn't feel anything. And so he gave me a third shot. And that did the trick. That numbed the area. Um, and from that point on, uh, I did not feel anything. Um, and... I have to say that the experience really wasn't that bad at all. Um, uh, the doctor was extremely friendly, and I was joking around with him, and it was it was kind of fun, uh, the banter. Um, but I did, you know, you feel some tugging, and you feel, you hear some things happening. Uh, but again, I wasn't looking, so I was just hearing these sounds and just kind of feeling things. I remember one point he said, now you're going to feel like I'm pulling, I'm, I'm uh, pushing in your your tummy when I do this. I'm like, whoa, you but you're on my balls. How can you, how can you be pushing? And then, oh, I gotcha. Um, so yeah, all in all, it wasn't bad. <clears throat> so when he was uh, wrapping up down there, he told me that he was putting on. Uh, he he told me what he did uh, that he cauterized the uh, the tubing, the old vasdef. Um, he cauterized it, but he also put on some titanium clips. Uh, but he assured me that the titanium clips were going to be no trouble um, going through airport security. And if you go through an MRI, uh, your your sack isn't going to just rip out of your body. Um, so that I felt good about that. Um, and then I thought, oh, titanium clips in my scrotum. That means I'm Robocop. When you leave, they give you a um, a little goodie bag with uh, like instructions and stuff, and um, and one of those little sample um, jars with a lid on it, um, so you can sample your stuff uh, later on. And they said, um, you know, we want you to come back in, in a little bit, uh, like after thirty-five to forty ejaculations, or three to four months. And like the 16 year old me is like, what, 35 to 40 ejaculations, bro, I could, I can whittle that out in a couple of days. I don't need, uh, I'll be back next week. <laughs> 35 to 40 ejaculations. Oh, three to four months. No, no, I'll, I'll be back next week. I'll be back in a couple of days. Um, yeah, but then afterwards they give you an ice pack and they give you a jock strap. Um, and you have these two little incisions, um, in your, in your scrotum. And, uh, so I went home with a jock strap and an ice pack, um, on the, on the area. And, uh, and the next, um, couple of days were, uh, delicate, very delicate days. Um, moving is tough. Um, and they don't want you to move too much because they don't want anything to, you know, things are healing and, uh. And, you know, too much movement would obviously um, jeopardize the healing. Um, 
but I'll say that they're there. I, I laid low for a couple of days. Like the first day, I think I just literally just stayed in bed. Um, and after the anesthetic wears off, uh, you, you do feel tender. Um, and it's not exactly like, you know, getting, getting kicked in the nuts. It's, uh, but it's close. Um, there is like that, that kind of swelling kind of low pain that's always there. Um, and it, it slowly goes away, um, after a few days. Um, and I get now why they say don't, don't lift anything or do anything heavy because, you know, when you lift, like you are using muscles in that area and, and obviously, uh, so to do any of that would just be probably just suicidal, I think. Genitally suicidal. Yeah, but all in all, not, not too bad. So if you're thinking about getting, uh, getting one, I highly recommend it. And I was curious, like, were there any people who were, you know, younger that just, uh, just knew, you know, at a young age, you know what, I'm never going to have kids. I don't ever want to have kids. Let's just do this now and, and be done with it. Um, do people opt for that? Has that happened? Um, and that's, that's got to be a tough one because they say that to reverse it is, is a lot more complicated. And sometimes it's not even reversible, depending on the situation, I guess. But, but um, to make a decision like that in your 20s, I could never. Like I think about kind of shit that I was thinking about in my 20s. Like I would not trust my 20-year-old self to make a decision like that. Something that's so permanent? Jesus. Um, yeah, so are, are you in your 20s? If you're a listener and you're listening and you're in your 20s and you're thinking about vasectomy, you're trying to think, is vasectomy a choice for me or is it an option for me? Um, are, is anyone doing that? Let me know. Comment. Uh, I would love to hear that. Um, and if anyone is uh, of a certain age, like myself... Um, would you, uh, are you considering it? And, uh, and what are your thoughts? What are your fears? Um, I'm not going to answer any of these questions. Just put them on there. Um, <laughs> uh, I love it when people ask for feedback and then they don't respond. Like you see it on Instagram all the time. And, uh, I'm wearing shoes. What shoes do you wear? Oh, I wear Nikes. Oh, I love Adidas. Oh, I love, and then like, it just seems so disingenuous. Um, like it, you're just obviously trying to game the algorithm. That's it. Like you just want to get more, more interaction on your page. Like you don't really care what people think. Why? Why would you say that? I've got my blue socks on. What color socks are you wearing? I've got red socks. Oh, be I've got green socks. I don't wear socks. Um, that's just so silly. Uh, okay, but comment below and uh, let me know what you think. <laughs> okay, I think that's all I got for today. Bye-bye.